This is Mike of New York, and tonight we are going to do a little bit of a different kind of sound for those of you who don't know that Mike of New York used to be Mike in Manila. And I'm going back to the Philippines tonight with a topic that maybe a lot of our Filipino-American listeners here in the United States, particularly here in New York City, in Barangay Woodside, some people prefer to call it Little Manila, but you know what? Manila isn't the whole whole Philippines. Manila is just a part of the Philippines and a major part of it speaks the national language which is Bisaya and Bisaya is Mindanao, Cebu, Negros, Iloilo, Mga Palanga eh, <laughs> and a lot of people don't understand basically that the Philippines has many major linguistic groups but one of the major ones is which Manny Pacquiao speaks and that's Bisaya and he is from an area in Mindanao. So for those particular listeners, Makasimanoa, the let's listen and learn exactly what is happening with Manny Pacquiao tonight. First, let us hear him on Tony Talk, wherein he discusses his joining politics with Tony Gonzaga and what exactly his plans are should he become president. I am fighter din tayo. Speaking of fight, you're also fighting for corruption. That's happening yes. in our country right now. You're very passionate about it. Yan ang cancer ng bansa natin yung corruption. Sa nakikita ko sa mahigit sa dekada kung pagserbisyo sa gobyerno pagpatuloy na ganito patindi pa nang patindi hindi pa ano ha, pa paganda nang paganda no worse nang worse palala ang palala in sitwasyon especially corruption pag ganyan palagi maniwala ka sa akin 10 to 20 years from now or more lalo pa tayong maghihirap no? totoo yan ang ating gobyerno nangungutang para sa expenditure niya annually isipin mo lang to ito lang ang gastos niyo sa bahay monthly is 100,000. Okay. Pero ang kumikita lang kayo 40,000. Ang laki ng utang. Yan ang nangyayari ngayon. Nangyayari sa bansa natin. Pero ang tanong po kasi nila, bakit ngayon niyo lang to inexpose? Bakit hindi daw last year or early on nung nakikita niyo na ang suspecha tuloy nila inexpose niyo dahil, dahil tatakbo. Ah, yes. Okay, ganoon maganda yan. Ganoon, ganoon. Actually, hindi naman sa pag-insulto sa kanila, parang hindi sila updated sa at na nangyayari sa ating gobyerno. Mm-hmm. Pag ganoon. Kasi, pag upo ko ng senator noong 2016, mm-hmm. pag start ng trabaho ko, nag-investiga kagad ako niyan ng 8 billion anomaly. 2016 pa lang po? To- 2016 pa lang yan. Nag-iimbestiga oh, na kayo? Nag-iimbestiga na ako 8 billion anomaly. At to- hanggang tumabot kami 2017, umabot pa kami sa Jinsan para mag-hearing niyan. Eh, bakit hindi po na-publish yun? Nandyan sa record yan ng, ng Senate. Ah, ngayon lang po hmm. talaga yung naging all out in the open. Uh, hindi, hindi pa yan, hindi pa yan. Hindi, hmm. 8 billion ano mali sa Jensan, road right of way. Hmm. Eh, ang laki-laki nun. Nakuna, withdraw na nila yung pera. Tapos, hindi naman totoo. Hmm. So, kasi, dapat makulong lahat ng mga nagnakaw sa gobyerno. 8 billion yun eh. Pagkatapos niyan, Nakita siguro ng mga tao na, uy, si Manny, ano talaga, anti-corruption. Di ba, ganun? May nag, mga, marami nagbibigay sa akin ng mga information, ng mga ebidensya, lahat. Anong gagawin ko? Matamahitahimik ako? Ay, hindi naman ako katulad nila mga matrapong politiko eh. 
nandito ako para sa bayan, hindi para sa sarili ko. Dahil gusto ko ipaglaban yung makarapatan ng mga maliit na tao. Oh. Bubuwagin ko lahat yung mga korupsyon na yun hanggat nandito ako sa gobyerno. Yun nga po ang malaking katanungan ng mga tao. Actually, ng mga Pilipino. Sikat na kayo. Mayaman na kayo. World champion. One mm. of the most respected athletes in the world. You mm. put the Philippines in the map pagdating sa boxing. Bakit nyo para po pinasok ang politika? Alam mo, naawa kasi ako sa mga kababayan natin. Kung hindi ako, sino? Sinong magtatanggol sa kanila? Sinong magpoprotekta sa kanila? Eh, hindi ko pinagmamalaki yung sarili ko, pero yan yung nararamdaman ko eh. Kasi hindi kasi ako materialistic na tao, na pera-pera o parang hindi ako worldly. Hindi, in short, hindi ako worldly person. Sabi niyo po kanina, hindi kayo materialistic, hindi hmm. kayo worldly na tao. Pero isa po sa mga binabatikos ng mga tao, not to you, but to your wife, ay yung mga material things na nakikita nila. Ano naman po yung stand niyo doon? Ang depensa ko lang naman doon is yung, yung pera na, na pinaghirapan ko, hard in money ko, in-enjoy lang namin, in-enjoy ng asawa ko. What's ano masama doon? Kung baga sa ano, makita naman namin, ma-enjoy sarili namin kasi biro mo dugo at pawis ang puhunan. Hmm. Tapos, hindi mo enjoy parang ano ka lang. Nasasaktan po ba kayo pag binabatikos kayo? Ay, hindi. Hindi ako, ano, sabi ko, kasi yung wife ko, ano kami, strong kami sa Word of God. Si Jinky po, <laughs> pag binabatikos siya. Lagi kong sinasabi yung Winston Churchill quote, You will never reach your destination if you stop in Truston at every dog that barks. Laks! Yes! <laughs> diba? <laughs> Narinig ko na po yan. Sabi niyo kanina, ang passion niyo talaga is boxing. Dahil doon nyo talaga nakukuha yung parang drive nyo in life. Ito talaga yung gusto kong gawin. This is what I love to do. I'm a boxer. In politics, ano naman po ang nakukuha nyo? Kasi yung boxing is passion. What is politics for you? Politics is my, uh, my commitment, lifelong commitment. To? To serve the people. Yan yung commitment ko sa kanila. So now that you have declared running for presidency, what is the mission of Manny Pacquiao? Ito lang, kasi marami nang narinig sila sa akin about sa plano ko sa bansa natin. Yung pakulong yung mga ano, uh, kawatan sa gobyerno. Uh, at at uh, palakasin ang ekonomiya natin, mabigyan ng trabaho, at mabigyan ng sustainable livelihood ang ating mga kababayan. And then, uh, ang bawat pamilya, at saka yung pa-housing natin. Yun talaga ang ano ko. And then, kaya nga, nasa Amerika ako, nakagawa ako ng 22 rounds priority agenda for the country. Mm. Yan. First round... Um, 22 rounds. Pero hindi ko i-discuss sila, maghahabol din eh. First round niyan, uh, fight against corruption. Ipapakulong natin lahat ng mga kawatan sa gobyerno. Yung 22 kayo po nagsulat noon? Ako naggawa noon. Of your agenda. Of my agenda. Second round yung um, ano siya, uh, economic growth and development. Mm-hmm. Tapos round per round may may explanation pa yan. Tapos third round employment. Daming wala employment niya yeah. dito. Alam mo, fourth round, free housing. Ginagawa niyo na yun eh, si Jensen. Matagal na. Marami na kayo napabahay uh, sa Jensen. Free housing, yan, fourth round. Tapos, ina-explain ko mabuti yan. Fifth round, yung uh, improve healthcare services. Yes, for the healthcare workers. Yeah, healthcare workers. Our lahat, hindi lang yan, lahat. PhilHealth, lahat yan. Um, PhilHealth, ang dami rin issue doon. Mm-hmm. Okay, so, ang sixth round po natin. Sustainable livelihood. Memorize ni Max. Bibigyan natin ng sustainable livelihood, pangkabuhayan, ang bawat pamilya, kung anong gusto nila. Negosyo. Ano, negosyo. Pagagawa natin yan, basta bigyan natin ng importansya yung round number one. Yung pagsumpo ng korupsyon. 
that's your number one agenda. Ang corruption kailag hindi lang matanggal sa sa position kundi makita natin na makulong na sa kulungan lahat. Gusto niyo ipakulong lahat? Gusto kong ipakulong lahat. Yan ang dami po noon. Pag napakulong silang lahat. Ano po? Pwede na ako mag, mag <laughs> pwede na ako ayun na sa sa politics. At talaga po. Mm. Mapakulong niyo lang? Mapakulong ko lang sila lahat kasi masama kasi yung loob ko kasi makikita ko yung mga tao. After his flight here in Las Vegas in the United States, Manny Pacquiao returned to the Philippines, obviously, and made his declaration at a meeting of members of his political party and that of uh, Senator Coco Pimentel, his most likely running mate, as many people believe to be, or at least one of his leaders of his party, in PDP Laban. Uh, PDP Laban stands for Partido Democrático Filipino. Laban, of course, means fight, and Manny Pacquiao is a fighter. Let's listen to his declaration that he is running for president and why, as he spoke to his party mates, many of whom were not present at the arena due to, of course, uh, the numbers of people that can be at certain gatherings in the Philippines are extremely restricted compared to other places. And uh, a lot of that is being viewed with some, um, well, commentary that uh, perhaps the convention or the gathering uh, was not as large because many of the regulations were put in place to not allow him to have such a large gathering. Something of course people in government deny. And of course the current president of the Philippines, Rodrigo Duterte, is also a member of PDP Laban. So this is going to be an interesting situation. Although the current president cannot run for re-election and is limited to one term, he has been offered the possibility of running for vice president. But we're getting ahead of ourselves. Let's listen to what Manny said when he made his declaration and why he plans to run. Sa buong buhay ko, wala akong laban na inaatrasan. Dahil sa ngalan ng prinsipyo, karangalan ng bayan, ay tumayo ako, nanindigan at nagigipaglaban. Ang Manny Pacquiao na kilala ninyo bilang pangbansang kamaw, ay walang pinag-iba. Nakasama ninyo laban sa kahirapan at katiwalian. Sa loob ng ilang buwan, ako ay nanahimik. Ako po ay walang sinabi. Ako sa gitna ng kabila-kabilang pag Pagsubok dito mismo sa loob ng ating partido, ang PDP laban na aking tinanggap, kinalinga at pinagtanggol ay pilit akong binubuwag ng ilang sangalan ng pansariling interes at politika. Sa kabila nito ay nandito ako ngayon upang ipakita sa inyo na higit sa partido, prinsipyo, at paninindigan ang mahalaga. 
higit sa sarili, bayan dapat ang mauna. Sa mga nagtatanong kung ano ang aking kagayahan, naranasan niyo po bang magutom? Naranasan niyo po bang walang makain? ang mangutang sa kapitbahay o mag-aabang ng tira sa karinderiya. Alam niyo po, alam niyo po ba ang pakiramdam ng isang Pilipino na nakipaglaban sa boxing, nagpapabugbog sa kalaban, kalabang mas malaki at mas malakas para makabili ng pagkain ang Manny Pacquiao na nasa harapan ninyo ngayon ay pinanday ng hirap. Si Manny Pacquiao nakasama ninyo ngayon ay dumaan sa lahat ng klasing sakit at sakripisyo sa buhay. Maiahon lang ang pamilya mula sa kahirapan. At ang Manny Pacquiao na pilit nilang pinababagsak ay ilang bisis nang bumangon, nagsikap at nagtagumpay. And we're on with uh, Dr. Dataglic, who of course uh, is the founder of uh, Filipino American Voices United and uh, has been very active in the Filipino-American community here in the United States. Uh, from east to west, we're on the east coast calling the west coast. Uh, Jerry, how are you this evening? Hi there. How I'm very well, thank you for this opportunity. Uh, yes, uh, I'm doing very well. We are living in very exciting times. And we Filipinos are not only having a critical role in the United States, but Phil Ams have a key role in upcoming elections in the Philippines next year. So we have a double-bladed voice that we can raise. I love it. What do you think of a champion for Filipinos as a candidate for president, Manny Pacquiao? What's your opinion? I, very good question. What I see is that not only is, do we have a champion for Filipinos, but it's a champion in the world, proven and tested in real life in the ring. And he has shown a valor and a discipline and uh, a tenacity, which is a representation of who we truly are as Filipinos. He, we, he represents all the great things of the Filipino, regardless of whatever is the circumstance. As we know, he grew up in real poverty, uh, not enough food, uh, and his mother would tell him to drink water because he didn't have enough food in his stomach and was feeling hungry and couldn't sleep. Those are real uh, narratives, and he was able to overcome that. So, and I believe, yes. Yeah. So who uh, is, let's is finish who, the thought. Uh, I believe he is a great representation not only for the Filipinos, 
but for the rest of the world. He is a global icon that everyone can aspire for. Yes, you're saying something. Yeah, I was going to ask you exactly who is this man, this Pacquiao. Uh, people know him as a boxer. Uh, he somehow won in the Senate. People think it's a, you know, he just won because of popularity. Uh, who is this Manny Pacquiao? Uh, he doesn't sound like, nor does he seem to act like the man we see in the ring. I love that question. Who is this man? I see him as the epitome of the Filipino. He is the Filipino of the 21st century, given a legacy of 1,000 years of, of valor and victory of the Filipino people, not just 500 years, but 1,000 years of how Filipinos, or even if we didn't call the Filipinos at that time, uh, we had made a mark in the world in Asia, and now we have a man who is the most popular uh, Filipino brand in the whole world. So everyone in the world knows him and knows of his feet. And he is the icon of what is possible as a Filipino and even as a human being. This is the man. He's a real man that never gives up and has, uh, I, I like it that his ethical values are very strong. You might say he has a tackle to Joseph, how we say it in Tagalog, has a definite uh, humility uh, and spirituality towards God. And I think we couldn't ask for more of an ethical person. This is how he is. He is the moral compass. Uh, as people might say, how can he aspire to be president. Well, I think the key quality for a president is character, moral character. That is what has been missing in the Philippine scenario. It's like the Philippines has been lost for the past 75 years since uh, 1946, when independence was uh, supposedly given by the United States. And everyone has been saying, all presidential candidates have been saying, uh, or running on a platform of no corruption and economic uh, 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 support for the Philippine progress. But as you can see, the Philippines has been left behind pretty much. It's trying to catch up, but uh, it's still left behind by most of the countries in Asia. So what is his platform? Because we, we hear the, the platform, okay, he's going to fight corruption. But we've been hearing that right. from other Filipino leaders in the past who said, oh, we will rise up and, uh, you know, throw out the corrupt. Now, can he win on fighting corruption alone? Many in the past have tried, and there hasn't been much success, let's admit it. We've had one president in the Philippines who was convicted of plunder. The only reason he was uh, not in prison for a long time was he was pardoned by the next president, who many believed was True. a plunderer herself. So how can yeah. Manny Pacquiao do it? Can he win this fight, which some say seems unwinnable? Well, this is the beauty about Manny Pacquiao. If you look at the history of his life, he has always been underestimated. He was not even chosen to be representative of the Olympics for the Philippine team. He was, he was different. 
And here in the real big fight that he is undertaking to run as president of the Philippines, this is the biggest fight ever. And a key distinction that he has is that he is an outsider. He is not a traditional uh, politician, as what we call trapo. He has made his money outside of politics and his fame and glory outside of politics. And the only reason he wants to, to go into politics is to help, because that has what defined his life. He went into boxing to help his family and then to continue to be a representative of the Filipino people and its pride. And I believe him when he says that he really wants to help. And when he says that what he wants to do is to put into jail all these corrupt people, he says it up front directly. I have not, I don't recall of any presidential candidate who, ever, who has ever said that. So this is an indication of the true fighter that he is. He has, if you see his fights, he was never afraid. He had a, an, a, an attitude of let God let go, doing what you, what all you can do to be your best. And even if the opponent was bigger, uh, had a younger, stronger, he just went on and gave it his best. And that is the pride of him as a Filipino. And I believe, if you call it a miracle, yeah, his life has been a miracle of what is impossible. And I believe he will win based on that because people will see the authenticity of who he is the simple filipino man a pure filipino that has succeeded in the world based on faith of god and the true grit of what it is to be a filipino yes i, I think his key platform uh, i i expressed it in uh, a one two three uh, knockout punch i think his first punch is basically a going back into a recovery of our true Filipino spirit of greatness. He is, that is where he is going. He is bringing us back. Uh, and he's saying no, that we do not have to accept corruption, that this is not business as usual, that politics, that's how it is, that we can't do anything about it, that this is human nature. He has said no to that. That is the first punch. And the second punch is saying, ipakulong ang kawatan, which is uh, put to jail the corrupt uh, plunderers of the country. And the third punch is economic growth. And uh, he said progress. I look at it as he would bring the Philippines into double-digit growth. We've never had that. Japan has done it. Countries like Singapore, Taiwan have done it. And I believe he can bring us to that. That, that I see is his key platform. Uh, and that the end result of that is bringing hope to the Filipino people because he has demonstrated it in his life. He has proven it. He is a proven product. He is willing to fight for Filipinos and, uh, you know, and his country as all. And the question is, will the average Filipino uh, want to join that fight? Or they'll just watch like they do many of his fights. Will they be inspired to take up the battle and fight the corrupt, which is something that can have deadly results 
as we know in the Philippines. True, true, true. We cannot avoid it. Many people are still scared. We'll watch the sidelines. But I truly believe that there is a, a definite moral cap character as a Filipino. Our valor and virtue uh, from our heroes from a thousand years ago uh, when uh, Filipinos from the Visayas used to uh, attack. For example, as, uh, 800 years ago, the Fujian uh, seacoast in China, or uh, of course you have Lapu-Lapu and Sultan Kudarat in, in the Cordillerans who won victories against foreign uh, conquistadores. Uh, so we have a lot of the heroes that represent this. So I see that he will awaken, Senator Manny will awaken the greatness of the Filipino spirit, get passed through uh, to the despair, to the uh, disappointment of so many decades. He can open us up again, that there is indeed a true greatness in us that he has shown in his life. And because of that, I see that he will awaken the Filipino spirit. And that, of course, was the Filipino-American view from Dr. Jerry Perez de Tagle. Of course, uh, the PhD holder and political analyst, of course, uh, he is uh, known more for his role here in the United States by many people more recently in uh, FAVU or the uh, Filipino American Voices United and also FLAME as uh, they are working together with other Filipino American groups to group together and gather with other uh, Asian American and Pacific Islanders to better represent Filipino-Americans in the United States. Uh, their views, over, however, on the Philippines are a different situation. And many, like uh, Mr. De Tagler, is, of course, bound by you know their being both here and there at the same time, particularly when they are dual nationals and allowed by Philippine law to take part in the political exercises, vote, and as well as uh, participate to a certain extent. So that is uh, his opinion. And of course, we are planning to talk to all political camps. As you know, we are just taking stuff off the web right now from Mr. Pacquiao. We have spoken to his team and political as well as uh, Senate um, staff to try and get more direct commentary from him. But after all, the election, of course, is in the Philippines and is primarily for Filipinos. We, of course, are also planning to talk to the other people who are planning to run in other groupings and parties. And that's all for me for now for here. We leave you now, of course, with Senator Manuel Pacquiao speaking in the United Kingdom when he spoke before the Oxford Union. That's it for me for now. This has been Mike of New York with a Mike in Manila revival <laughs> just for tonight. Well, maybe just for now. We'll be doing more from time to time. God bless. Have a great night. We love y'all.
Thank you. President Horvath and the other esteemed officials of the University of Oxford, distinguished members of the Oxford Union, other dignitaries in attendance, and ladies and gentlemen, good afternoon. I am the only eight division world boxing champion in history, having won 11 major world titles, ranging from flyweight, which has an eight stone limit, to super welterweight, which has an 11 stone limit. My tailor has been kept very busy throughout my career. <laughs> Adjusting the waistband of my trunks. I have fought some of the best fighters in history. And yet I have to admit, as I stand before you, I intimidated when I think of the kind of main event headliners who face you over the years. Sir Winston Churchill, American President Reagan, Nixon and Carter, Mary Teresa, Dalai Lama, and, the, and Sir Elton John. <clears throat> and here am I, Emmanuel the Pidran Pacquiao, standing before you armed with just the equivalent of a sixth form education. And in this guise, respect for what your group and your university represent. And um, a pretty fair left hook. <laughs> if this give and take today were a tale of the tape, I would be a perf uh, respectful underdog. But be careful, I'm not that easy to floor. <laughs> when I receive your gracious invitation, I ask myself, what could I talk about that could possibly interest you? What could Mani Pacquiao say that would be of any impact, much more utility? To the, to the men and women who enjoy the highest standards of instruction of, at Oxford? The answer came fast. I know what I should speak about. Something very few among you can claim to know about my education, certainly non-traditional, non-formal, largely unstructured. <clears throat> I will call it my education in the open university of life. It is a matter of record that I only had uh, traditional formal sco schooling until secondary school, grade 12. It was only recently that I reached the university level through the alternative education program. We, would, we were dirt poor. I had to work since the age of seven to help my mother feed my uh, three siblings and me. My days, uh, many days, I was lucky to have one full meal. On days when we had no food, I would drink lots of water just to fill my stomach. And I remember um, when we were young, my younger brother crying, asking for food to my mother. And my mother uh, told us, just drink a lot of water uh, to survive, and tomorrow maybe we'll have food. So that's the, 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 the experience that I, I experienced when we were young. But my mind and spirit were never hungry. I read anything I could get my hands on. I even read the newspaper that my lunch or dinner came wrapped in. I read signs everywhere, even in moving vehicles. I learned measurements and weights by constantly reading the rates and tariffs at the warehouses where I work as a stiff door, a docker in our parlance. At night, when I could not sleep because of the cold, 
I would read the, the labels of the carton boxes that serve as my bed on the street pavement. The movements of the clouds, the tent of the horizon, and the clarity of the stars taught me when morning was about to come. And for me, morning did come, warm, bright, and simply amazing. A lesson in what, what can be achieved if you have determination, if you, if you ignore the odds against you, and as you are taught here at this magnificent institution, never, ever quit. Think of David and Goliath, and look at me. I'm not very big, and I never had five smooth stones to throw at any obstacle. But determination is a power tool. I won a lot of fights. Since 2016, I have been a sitting member of the, the Philippine Senate, having received the direct vote of over 16 million Filip uh, Filipinos. As such, I participate in debates that result in the passage of legislation, legislation which determine the course of our country's history and, and directly the world's. I don't fault anyone who views me as singular, singularly ill-equipped for this role. Instead, I ask, is there anyone more knowledgeable than this humble civil servant about the hardships incident to the way of life of the majority of our people? Who among my colleagues has faced poverty face-to-face -face from birth? Whose life's work has it been to battle illiteracy? In crafting effective laws, there is no better guide than the pulse of the masses. I may not have financial equity. I may not have, I may not be historically fluent. I may not even be socially adept, but I am philosophically rooted in my personal adversities, which morally bind me to the general struggle of our people. I am a fighter, and I will always be a fighter, not just because it is my profession, I was a fighter long before I first set foot in a boxing ring. All my life I have been fought to live. Every single day in my youth, I fought for survival. Now I do it and get paid for it. Then I was lucky to get a piece of bread for it. But how my struggles of any value to the Filipinos? It cannot feed or clothe all of them. The ma no matter how much I give financially, hundreds of thousands more remain wanting. In 2013, in the aftermath of Category 5 Super Typhoon Haiyan, locally remembered as Yolanda, the deadliest typhoon to devastate my country, leaving a record of more than 10,000 dead I went to Tacloban and visited a nightmare. The place was a virtual ghost town. Everyone had lost someone from their family. Others, their entire family. No property was spared. There were bodies everywhere. There was no food, no water, no electricity. Its face, I looked into, bore the same expression, defeat. Not a single person there thought that they could ever recover from that tragedy. 
I thought to myself, I can give millions, as have many other donors from all over the world, but no amount of money can give these people hope. I too fought against despair. But then I had an idea. We set up a makeshift basketball court and I started shooting some hoops. Then one boy picked up uh, the ball after one of my shots and tried a shot. Soon there were enough of us to have five on five match and we did. The smiles, the louder, the hopes of joy of those boys during the, the game are memories forever each in my heart. To have lost everything overnight, including parents, siblings, friends, but to still have the ability to rise above one's person lost in each, and reach out to your fellow man. Even just in play, to find joy together, there, at that point, in those victims' eyes, I found hope. Those boys who had nothing left gave me hope. By the way, <clears throat> by the way, I would like to thank uh, the, United, uh, the United Kingdom uh, for donating more than 60 million uh, pound for the type one victims. Um, thank, you, thank you very much to, your, to all your support and the dona donation. Four years later, I would see the same physical and societal devastation in Marawi. Our beautiful city of the south was reduced to ruins by civil strife. Death and destruction broke the hearts and backs of its residents, but not their spirit. One year later, Marawi is now under rehabilitation. This and other experiences like this motivated me to answer the call of public service. I believe in all humility that my life is just a snapshot. It is a glorified blow up of what millions of Filipinos live through uh, on a day-to-day -day basis. The hardships, the challenges, the back-breaking, hope-stinguishing, despair. Yet, through the ashes of uh, destruction, the Filipino always manages to rise up and fight another day. I believe that I was born for a purpose and a distant, and distant to serve as an inspiration for the average Filipino in the rest of the world. To fight, to rise above adversity, to conquer and defy, and to embrace life in all its difficulties. Mani Pacquiao is the best fairy tale every Filipino could tell and retell to all generations yet to come. Mani Pacquiao's story, uh, story is incredible but true. Miracles do happen. Dreams do come true. Being poor does not mean one must die poor. Hard work and persistence will set you free from the shackles of poverty. But it is faith that will take you to the very top. And that's, that is Mani Pacquiao's story. So I look, so I ask you, all of you, to never lose faith in what you can do as human being. Believe in the loyalty of the family and believe in the Almighty God. 
It is not easy to believe in the power of one. But I ask, I ask you to look around you. Count the faces. Do the multiplication. And suddenly, we are a power of 50 or 100 or 1,000. You, with your education, determination, and faith, you can change the world. Thank you.